Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. ESPN Denver 1600 presents Clar and Company. Play those guitars. It's Broncos Blast. <laughs> we talked about earlier, started the show, I threw out seven lifelines, uh, reasons why Broncos fans might think the Broncos have a chance to end a nine-game losing streak against the Super Bowl champion Chiefs, the hated Chiefs. Uh, they're good enough to be hated now, right, if they weren't before. Uh, we will talk about that with Ian St. Clair. Follow him at Ian St. Clair. Read him at Mile High Report. Listen to his Mile High Report radio podcast. He's the lead writer at PlayColorado.com. And it's brought to you uh, once again this week by Framed Art. Keep calm. Frame on with Brian Hart at Framed Art. This week on Facebook or Twitter, uh, at Framed Art, look at the Kirk Gibson Detroit Tigers 1984 World Series signed jersey and ticket that they framed. They have framed thousands of jerseys over more than, uh, oh, about 30 years in business down there from sports memorabilia, personal memorabilia, fine art. Everyone goes to the award-winning framer for all of Metro Denver, Framed Art, 3065 South Broadway. And Ian, um, we're throwing out lifelines so before we get your prediction and your game scores which are pretty good um you know we'll, we'll start here what what should uh, what should broncos fans be pinning their biggest hopes on and what matchups can they exploit against the chiefs 
I think the biggest thing that Broncos fans can look at at this game is that they were able to move the ball efficiently and effectively against the Bill Belichick coach defense. And we talked about it for two weeks leading up to the New England Patriots game because it is 2020 and the game got delayed. But we talked about how Bill Belichick was able to slow down Patrick Mahomes in that high-powered machine. And the fact that Drew Locke and Pat Shermer and the Broncos were able to move the ball against Bill Belichick, I think the thing now is with the return of Noah Fant and K.J. Hamler and Melvin Gordon, what they can see is the offense, they know how to move the ball. They've done it. They did it against a very good defense and a very good defensive coordinator in Bill Belichick. Now it's time to end those drives with six points instead of three. And I think the return of those three guys is going to be huge in that effort. Well, we certainly hope so, because I think Jimmy used the term in the last segment, uncoordinated for the offense. And that's obviously a lot of factors go into that. I think that's a good point. I don't think they're quite, they have, certainly haven't hit their stride yet offensively. Um, and there's lots of areas for improvement, inclu- including Drew Locke. But you're right, getting those guys back should help a lot, assuming they can be assimilated into the offense, back into the offense and, you know, not really skip a beat. But And having Lindsey and Gordon back both should, should also help dramatically, especially when you get down in the red zone. But it's still got to be problematic that they haven't, that they weren't able to put the ball in the end zone, that they had those drops that everyone was so concerned about. Getting Fant back will help, but you really, I mean, you're really seeing the loss of Court, Cortland Sutton helping right now. I mean, it's really, really prominent. K.J. Hamler is another guy that's got to step up when he's healthy. Um, do you see this receiving crew getting better at making tough catches? Because tough catches are what they didn't do last week. Yeah, I absolutely think I, I, I see that happening because while, yes, the drops were concerning, especially with Albert Okwegunam, and that hopefully Kevin Harlan and Trent Green have really dialed in on how to pronounce both Albert well, Okwegunam and Michael Ojemudier this week since they're going to be broadcasting <laughs> the game again. I think you're the, you're, the, you're the only one who can pronounce Albert's name. The rest of us are help, helpless on that. You got it, though. Okwegunam. Wow. It was his first game in the NFL. That's right. And That's I, right. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not trying to give him a pass on any of that, but I think the drops are going to be better this week. And I, and I think also their turn on Noah Fant is big in that regard. So I, I think when you look at the offense, yes, they weren't able to get touchdowns, but if you look at the way they were able to move the ball, they had mm-hmm. six drives where they were able to move the ball and at least get into into scoring range. So I think mm-hmm. that's where you can see this this offense starting to piece it together. And I think the big thing with this game is despite the fact that the Chiefs held the Buffalo Bills to like 84 yards rushing, they're putrid against the run. They're 30th in the NFL stopping the run. The Broncos need to be able to run the football on Sunday. And I think if they're able to do that, that's going to set up the rest of the offense. That's going to allow them to take shots with Jerry Judy and Kate J. Hamler, and Noah Fant. I, I, I really think Noah Fant is an area where they can exploit this defense against the Chiefs because he is a, he's like Shannon Sharp. He's too big for a defensive back, and he's too fast for a linebacker. They need to exploit that on Sunday. Yeah, I agree. Um, but uh, especially the run part of it, you know, anything that makes the game shorter, anything that uh, keeps uh, 
keeps the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands, makes it a running game, not a passing game. I, I think I, I think helps the Broncos. And by the way, uh, it's it's too bad for Michael Ojemudier that it's still too soon that people just won't call him OJ. It just isn't appropriate. That would save a lot of trouble. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Unfortunately, Lord. the memory the memories oh, of the Bronco that Bronco burn on. So um, you know for you know for me the snow which is likely to be on the field uh, during the game there's a good chance there's a good chance of that the fact that there's a, a, a attrition on the uh, on the Chiefs offensive line means the deep passes could be a problem if Fangio uh, can get some pressure up front against a, a, an offensive line that has guys shifting positions has guys out whatever I I, I, I think that also bodes well a shorter passing game and a running game for the Chiefs uh, you know shortens the game uh, as well and keeps the ball uh, keeps the ball from uh, from quick scores that Mahomes is is so brilliant at. Um, you know, I think that's terrific and of course all the guys coming back. Uh, but there's something else. You know, Super Bowl winning teams often come into the next season riding a high, uh, Ian, and they they just look unbeatable to start a season and then somewhere uh, several games in. Uh, how long a slog it was to win the last Super Bowl sets in. That that high, that thing kind of wears off. You saw it against the Raiders. Perfect letdown scenario. What are the chances they had there's a letdown here against uh, a team they beat in nine games in a row? I'm not sure if there's so much of a letdown because I, I really do view like I, I view Patrick Mahomes much like Chiefs fans in the 80s and the 90s must have looked at John Elway and the Broncos. There, any chance that Pat, any time Patrick Mahomes is on the field, he he gives you a chance to win. So I, I don't know how much of a letdown there is. I do think that you mentioning the attrition on the offensive line, Mitchell Schwartz being out is is huge for this game for the Chiefs because he's one of the best right tackles in football, and him not being not being on the field is going to be big for this defense. I also think we haven't mentioned the return of AJ AJ Boye from injured reserve yet, and the fact that the secondary played really well against the Patriots. Yes, I get that the Patriots don't have the receiving core that the Chiefs have, but they can use that as an as motivation and inspiration coming into this game now that A.J. Boye is back. And the way that they have been able to create turnovers against the Patriots, that's something else that they need to be able to do. It's not just controlling the clock. It's not just keeping Patrick Mahomes on the field, but trying to create turnovers. And if they're able to steal a couple of possessions from the Chiefs, that's going to be what allows them to beat this team. And I I think that nine-game losing streak, and it's five years, I mean, I, I still cannot wrap my head around it. The last time the Broncos beat the Kansas City Chiefs was week two of 2015. When Brandon Marshall knocked the football out, and Bradley Roby picked it up and ran into into the end zone to give them the game-winning touchdown, I can't believe it's been five years since the Broncos beat the Chiefs. So I think the way they played against New England, going into the Foxborough and beating Bill Belichick and the Patriots, is really going to motivate this team. Not maybe for the last five years, but they want to prove that this team is for real, even without all the injuries. Ian, yeah, we, uh, I, we're going to have to get to your prediction uh, before we run out of time. Get your analysis on how it plays out and what's our final score. I, I don't think the Broncos – I don't think the, the streak ends on Sunday. But I do think it's going to be a closer game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout like – 
some of the books have predicted it to be. I think it's going to be closer. I think the Broncos are going to make this a close game. And I think the Broncos have the chance to potentially win it late, depending on what happens. But I'm going to go 27-24 Kansas City. Well, close game. Close game. Parting shot, Mark Knudsen? No, I just hope it's fun. I mean, I like watching. We all like watching football in the snow, but we know the offensive line does for Kansas City. I, I, think about it. Mahomes does his best work outside the pocket. He's not a pocket guy. He's going to make some scrambling magical plays, but Ian's absolutely right. A couple of those can turn into turnovers. Then you got yourself a ball game, and we'll have some fun in the snow, or at least watching in the snow. <laughs> right, last time I, I played in the snow uh, was with a bunch of bikers from the Columbus Outlaw biker game yeah. uh, across the high street on Ohio Le- State's Le- frozen turf in Columbus, leather helmet, <laughs> Leather helmets and all that? You had the leather helmets, no, helmets. no face masks? N- yeah, no pads, no, no helmets. Rugby didn't invent style. that stuff and, yet. Uh, and invented that stuff. But with, with a bunch of outlaw bikers. Hey, Ian, mm. <laughs> we will be following horse tracks. Your column in the morning, predicting the game and going over uh, last-minute things for the Broncos and listening to Mile High Radio uh, report, Mile High Report Radio podcast this week. Thank you, Ian. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, guys. All right, coming up next. Their game was canceled. The opener for Colorado State football is canceled, but we talked to Kelly Lyle about the impact of that, Nothing, not, not through any fault of Colorado State's. And look at their game coming up very quickly on Thursday. Their opener now will be Fresno State. Maybe get a Mountain West preview from Kelly Lyle of the Colorado next.